And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thanks for joining me. Well, I had a specific nonprofit 501c3 on the previous incarnation of this show, but now that it's across the county, I decided to dig deep and welcome back on one of the great 501c3s that I'm privileged to know, and that is Traveling Stories. And they are, if you have not heard of them, of course, based in San Diego, doing a summer of nonprofits here on the show. And they have been providing low-income children access to quality literacy since 2010. And their mission is to empower, they want to empower children to achieve their dreams. I think that's an amazing thing. We need more of this in society. And since they've been going, Traveling Stories... They've opened eight international libraries, that's pretty cool, and empowered over this, listen to this number, 7,000 local children in San Diego, and they've trained more than 700 volunteers, and always looking for more, and we'll get to that at the end of the show. And with me on the show is founder Emily Moberly, and I'd like to welcome you to the show because I love what you guys do down there. I have a huge passion for kids, Emily, and you are impacting so many lives. Thank you for having me, Mella. It's great to be able to have a chance to talk about what we're doing, help us spread the word so we can serve even more families. Well, my first question is, what gave you, what was the catalyst that said, you know what, I need to create something like Traveling Mm -hmm. Stories because kids are not being serviced when it comes to literacy. And also you just mentioned, or I mentioned, achieving their dreams. And literacy is one Mm -hmm. way to actually get them to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I personally, books have been transformative for myself, and I, I can't imagine who I would be or where I would be uh, without books. You know, professionally, spiritually, just every aspect of my life has has really been empowered through reading. And back in 2009, after I graduated from college, I was a teacher in Honduras, and I had the opportunity to teach juniors and seniors. And I quickly discovered that although they were teenagers, they had never experienced reading for fun. They had only ever had access to textbooks. And even just the concept of like reading for enjoyment was foreign to them. And so I brought two suitcases full of books I thought they might enjoy and introduced the story time, even though they were teenagers. Um, And slowly but surely, almost every single one of my 87 students found a book that they connected with. And that really ignited their own personal love for reading. And I got to see how that changed their life quickly, but also over, you know, the last 10 plus years as we've kept in touch, how it's affected their parenting, their college choices, just so many different aspects of their life. And so seeing that though, back in 2009, and then realizing, hey, like so many people did not grow up with access to books and with uh, this culture of a love for reading the way that I did, you know, I wonder what I could do to expand that experience that I provided to my students. And I wonder if I could do that on a bigger scale. So that's that's why I started Traveling Stories. That's awesome. And for us here at the show, it's all about creativity and literacy and reading books for enjoyment. That is key. It gets that creative process, the juices flowing, and it sets you up for success in every area of life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, you know, one of the things that we're talking a lot about now, especially with the families that we serve and the pandemic is mental health. And there's a lot of research out there about the benefits of reading for mental health as well. Um, so it's really, in my view, investing in literacy with children really is a way to really address so many of the different challenges that they're facing and a way to equip them with tools and resources like to do, like what our mission says and what you said is to achieve their dreams. Whatever those Speaking of be, tools and resources, let's talk about yeah. some of those right now, Emily. Yeah. Let's talk about your virtual story tent and how it's helping kids build strong yeah. reading skills and confidence. What is this all about? 
So, so you mentioned our um, libraries, um, and then you mentioned that we've served over 7,000 kids, and that was through our physical programs, which listeners may be familiar with us already because we've done them since 2010. COVID changed everything overnight. You know, it shut down all our programs. Um, and so after talking to families and teachers and asking, what can we do to help you? We built the virtual story tent. And what that does is, is it matches children in first, second, and third grade with a trained reading mentor for weekly one-on-one reading sessions uh, through Zoom. So it's all virtual. It's 100% virtual. The kids are matched with somebody one-on-one. So they're working with the same mentor every week. They're building rapport. They're, the mentors are you know, catching on to like, what the child's reading level is, and they're able to personalize the support to the reading level, to the interest. So it's, we're seeing like a huge impact. I was just looking at our data from last year, and it says that 71% of the kids in the program improved their reading level by at least one level after just two um, program periods. So That's amazing. And I would say the reason for that success is because you just mentioned mentorship and every yeah. child needs a mentor. I think that is huge. I agree. I mean, I'm a parent now and it's, it's kind of ironic because I have a child who's in the program and uh, I say all the stuff, right? I say like, hey, read, read, read. It's so good for you. You know, all these things. And she just rolls her eyes. And then her mentor, you know, uses the training that I helped develop to tell my kid the same stuff. And my kid is receptive. And, you know, that's just it's kind of funny. But it, it illustrates that, that it does take a village and that kids do need trusted mentors in their life and that, you know, they can... Because it's experiencing things in different ways. And so it's, it's been humbling for me to get to experience the program and experience traveling stories as a parent. And it just shows that it's not just about kids and their reading level. It's about supporting the whole family. And it's about increasing the capacity of the family to have the tools and resources they need. I agree, 100%. Great legacy update with one of the tremendous nonprofits here in San Diego, 501c3 Traveling Stories. Go to travelingstories.org. Emily Moberly is my guest, founder of the organization. Now, Emily, let's talk about the internship program for youth, which I think is amazing. And this is youth between the ages of 15 and 20. The program is called Pathways to College and Career. Tell us all about it. Didn't officially launch till 2023. We already have 32 active interns like you mentioned, it's for 15 to 20 year olds. And what I love about it is it allows youth to have opportunities to make decisions in a real program setting. The interns who are accepted into the program, they work in groups of three and they help us actually run our virtual story tent program. So they help facilitate those one-on-one sessions, allowing us to serve more kids, provide that literacy and mentorship support. And in the process of, of facilitating the youth and the interns are getting just hands-on, real-life work experience. You know, they're learning project management, Which risk is invaluable. Management. Yeah. Uh, and we, one of the things that we emphasize is networking as well as we want to introduce a resume workshop to help youth who are in the internship program, you know, develop their resume, figure out how to write and communicate the skills that they've built with traveling stories to market that out. Yeah, that, be, and that's tremendous, not to interrupt yeah. you, but very quickly, yeah. because I would say a lot of youth that I know have really a big problem with marketing themselves and their skills yeah. and putting it into resume format. This is a game changer. I agree. I mean, it's something I struggled with and I wish I had had. And it's, it's something that we hear across the board. And whether it's to help a student going into a job interview or whether it's to help them you know, have the confidence they need to maybe sign up for that challenging class that they were too scared to do. 
Or, you know, another thing that we hear too is having this experience and being able to work hands-on helps some students, hey, I really like this and I want to pursue it, or hey, I don't, and this is not for me. And that's invaluable too, you know, you don't want to waste your time, you know, with a whole career or a whole degree if, if, you, if once you get into it or halfway into it, you're like, this is not this is not me. Yeah, 100%. So we're wrapping up here. Got a couple of minutes left here with Emily Moberly of Traveling Stories, travelingstories.org. Now let's talk about really quickly the volunteer opportunities that are available because all nonprofits really thrive on volunteers. <laughs> what can people do to help volunteer? How do they do it? And if they can't volunteer, what's something else that How you would recommend? Help? Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned volunteering because that is our one of our biggest needs. We actually just had to turn away over 20 kids from our summer program because we didn't have enough reading mentor volunteers. So our program growth rate in terms of kids is growing faster than our volunteer growth rate. And so we really need people who want to connect one-on-one with a child who can commit to nine weeks. We need you to sign up. We need you to come become a reading mentor. You can do it from anywhere it's virtual. Uh, we provide the training. And so if you're interested in learning more, you can go to our website, travelingstories.org. We have a volunteer page with an application. That's the first step. And we're unique because you can be as young as 15 years old and you can still be a mentor. If you don't have time, which I get, you know, not everyone can commit to nine weeks. Another way that you can make a really big impact at Traveling Stories is through donations. You can donate through our website, You can help sponsor a nine-week program, $60, help sponsor one nine-week program for one child. Or, you know, if if you have a donor-advised fund or you want to donate stocks, we can accommodate those types of donations as well. I love that, that it's diverse and there's not just one way to do it. Yeah, no, if you you want to, and honestly, if you go to our website and we have, you know, all these ways to support, but if you have another way that you want to support and you don't see it, you can just reach out to me directly um, because we are passionate. There are so many kids out there, especially because of COVID, who need the support that we are offering, but we're limited in our capacity. And so the only way for us to grow and really address the need that's out there is if more people get involved. One question before we wrap up here that I'm just very curious, because I don't think it was mentioned, but I know you guys do the online mentoring. Is there any person-to-person mentoring or did COVID change the game on that for you guys? It changed the game for us. Yeah, we, man, it was tough. We decided not to go back to in-person. But the reason for that is because after doing the the virtual program now for, you know, this is our third year, the impact is just exponentially greater. What we're seeing in terms of like that nine-week one-on-one attention, it's really helping kids grow faster than our our in-person. That one-on-one is great. Yeah, and, and because at our old program, uh, you didn't see the same kids every week, you know? And this way, you're seeing the same kid every week for nine weeks. You're really building a connection. Kids are really, it takes usually three or four weeks, but kids really start to trust their mentor. And the biggest thing, honestly, is that kids start to believe that they can be a reader. Oh, and that is something this nation needs now more than ever, and especially the youth. I mean, they're the future of this nation. That is, again, it's a big word that we've used a lot here this segment. It's a game changer. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we want. You know, it's, it's, it, I feel like uh, investing in literacy is a really way to, it's a way to address some of the root causes of the problems in society. And, and I love, it's almost like teaching someone how to fish, you know, because I love how once you have the ability to read, you really do have so many more opportunities. You're so much more equipped. And, and studies, you know, reflect that. They say that people, uh, you know, kids who can read by fourth grade are more likely to graduate. 
they're more likely to be gainfully employed, they're more likely to engage in their community in positive ways. It's just all the positives, you know? No, I agree. Because again, uh, it it stimulates the creativity I have. There's a book author I have, I'll have to introduce you to him, named Chad Stewart. And we have him on the show, C.R. Stewart, quite often. And we talk about creativity is being taken from the classrooms and education. And we really need to get back as parents and as a society, getting it back into our kids' lives because this is something that's going to benefit them in to the nth degree. I agree. And and really also promoting agency, you know, equipping kids to have critical thinking skills, um, to to build their self-sufficiency and independence. I think all of that is, is just really, really important. I agree. And I know we time is short with us, Emily, 30 seconds or less. Tell us about the summer writing contest. And oh. while you're talking about that, people can check out Traveling Stories at yes. TravelingStories.org. The writing contest is for kids in first to sixth grade. Uh, you can write anything you want. It could be a comic book, an essay, a poem. Um, but submit your writing. We have cash prizes. Um, 100 bucks, 50 and 25 So if you win, you can win $100 cash. And we really want to support, like you said, creativity and giving kids a chance to express their voice and to create some, some other reading material. Awesome. Emily Moberly, we got to keep Traveling Stories plugged in here on Across the County yes. and have you guys back on a lot more often. There's always something going on down there impacting yeah. the youth. And I really believe in what you guys do because you guys are impacting yeah. children and probably one of the most critical ways that you can impact them. And I wish you all the best in 2023 travelingstories.org. And we'll have you back on the show. Awesome. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Noah here on across the County. Check them out. It's traveling stories. If you want to impact children across San Diego, if you want your children to be impacted, you need to check them out.